0: And Welcome to the stepping to the edge podcast. I'm Stephanie Johnston, your host and founder of the journey to health and happiness. I'm a former corporate ladder climber turned health coach on a mission to lead women ready to step to the edge of their lives to welcome in more fulfillment, more health, and most importantly, more joy in their midlife. Each week, I'll be bringing you juicy conversations with incredible women who are stepping to the edge of their lives, rebelling against the narrative, and bravely going after what they desire in their work and their lives. I'll also be dropping in here solo to share thoughts and practical tips to encourage you to activate more health, happiness, and joy in your life. If you're ready to step to the edge, if you're desiring more out of this season of life, I invite you to stick around. I'm so glad you're here. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Stepping to the Edge podcast. I'm Steph Johnson, your host and the face of the journey to health and happiness. Today's episode is the next in the series of topics that I kicked off earlier this new year. If you haven't already, I encourage you to go back and listen to the first episode or first two episodes, actually in this series, debunking resolutions. I share very powerfully my point of view on resolutions and choosing your word of the year. These are both juicy episodes that will stack beautifully with today's topic. And today we're going to dig into the wheel of life. So what is the Wheel of Life? The Wheel of Life is a visual tool or worksheet I use to help clients quickly understand how fulfilled they feel in life at this moment. It's a simple and straightforward exercise that can offer a surprising amount of insight. And at the beginning of the new year, I think it's a really beautiful time to go through this exercise as you're setting goals and intentions for yourself. It's a great time to complete it. The Wheel of Life actually dates back to the 60s and was originally created to help people achieve their goals, manage time, and become better leaders. And I think this is one of those exercises, honestly, because we are going to talk about all areas of your life, this would be beneficial for you if you are an entrepreneur, If you are a leader in business, if you have a team working for you, I think anyone can use this. I mean, we can really target this around our personal life and you'll see that as we move through the exercises today. I believe the, the wheel is a powerful symbol and it's actually deeply embedded in the human psyche. It suggests movement, the cycle of life, change, the opportunity to steer our life, to create harmony and set goals we feel most aligned with. The wheel of life for me is all about empowerment and making empowered choices of where I desire to invest my time and my energy. The wheel is also a client favorite because it gives people an instant helicopter view of their life. This knowledge allows people to see themselves and in which areas of their lives they feel really good and in which areas of their lives maybe they want to invest a little time and energy. This can be an empowering exercise for you as well. It allows you to make different choices as to where you focus your time and your energy, all with the intention of living a more fulfilled life. What I also love about the wheel of life exercise is that you can immediately see how interconnected the areas of your life are. It's a really interesting um, really interesting exercise. You will see soon that your level of satisfaction in health and fitness may be impacting your relationships. You may see how creativity and fun and recreation are all connected for you. All that to say, I love the Wheel of Life exercise, and I'm excited to share an overview of it with you today. If you've never seen a visual, to best describe the Wheel of Life picture is to picture a bicycle wheel. Imagine that from the center of the wheel, there are spokes evenly spaced that run from the center of the wheel to the outer rim. These spokes create areas, and these areas are labeled much like a pie. If you picture a pie, maybe your favorite pie, are you a lemon pie person, a cherry pie person, whatever it is, picture a pie and the different slices of the pie. Each slice of the pie is labeled with a different area of your life. And when I teach the wheel of life, the areas of um, the pie or the different slices that we talk about are love and relationships, health and fitness, career and growth, personal development, creativity money and finances, spirituality or faith, and fun and recreation. These are some of the most common areas of the wheel of life, but you should feel empowered to adjust those as you see fit. If something doesn't resonate with you or if you feel as though something is missing, feel free to change it. Label the terms of the areas of your life that are important to you. You may also include motherhood or parenting. You may want to choose and change money and finances to wealth Learning might resonate deeper with you than, say, personal development. Choose words or labels that feel really good to you and best reflect the areas of your life. For a visual of the wheel of life that I'm referencing in this episode, you can head to the show notes. I am going to include a link that you can head to my website and you can download a copy of the wheel of life to go through this exercise with me, or you can head over to my Instagram at stepping to the edge and drop me a note. I'll send you a link to download your own copy along with a workbook that I've helped you or I've created to help you get started. So Let's begin, shall we? What you're going to do is to rate how you feel about each of these areas of your life. And if you don't have the workbook with you right now, you haven't um, downloaded it yet, not to worry. If you want to grab a piece of paper, you can write down those areas of life and just rate them with a number right beside them. So, again, those areas of the wheel of life include love and relationships, health and fitness. Career and growth, personal development, creativity, money and finances, spirituality, fun and recreation. So go ahead and rate each area between 1 and ten, one being the lowest and 10 being where you feel most nourished, satisfied, and fulfilled. Once you have rated each section, take a moment and reflect. Ask yourself, what areas of my life am I feeling most drawn to pour into right now? This may be an area of your life that you've rated low on the scale, or it may be an area you're already high on the scale that you can you desire to continue to fill. The choice is totally yours. I recommend choosing only one or two areas to ensure this does not become overwhelming and to allow yourself the space and the time to build sustainable practice or habits to support you. For the purpose of today's episode, let's just choose one area, shall we? So once you've selected that one area that you really want to focus on, I want you to ask yourself the following questions. What would a score of 10 in this area of my life look like? Get specific. How would it feel to be a 10 in this area? How can you integrate more of that into your life? let's consider for a second that you chose health and fitness as the area of your life that you want to pour into. What can you do daily that would fulfill your goal in this area? Perhaps you could set a goal to go for a walk for 30 minutes each day, or schedule yourself time in your calendar to go to yoga three times a week, or commit to meal planning to encourage healthy eating and avoid those four o'clock conversations if you're anything like me with your partner around what's for dinner? I mean, seriously, do you have those conversations too? It can't be just me. It is a nightmare. We are pretty good about meal planning and prep. I will say that. But on those days where we haven't planned something, taken something out of the freezer, had a conversation either early in the day or the day before, it is awful. So I have set this as one of the goals for our family. My husband and I are committing to sitting down each week to plan out our dinners for the week. This avoids that dreaded conversation and those questions from the teenagers of what's for dinner. This helps us to choose healthier options versus whatever is fastest at the end of a busy day. I mean, seriously, the amount that we've spent on Uber Eats in the last year, I can't even share. (laughs) I can't even share friends. So that's really one of the areas that I've selected. And that's one of the actions that we're taking is around meal planning and prep. I'm excited to hear what action you're going to choose. The next question you can ask yourself is what will having more attention on that area do for you? This is an important one. When choosing the area of your life that you desire to focus on, it's important to get clear on what elevating that area of life will do for you. How will it feel to be more nourished in this area of your life? What could that look like? What other areas of your life could be positively impacted when you focus on this area? That is really cool. And that's what I was speaking to at the beginning of this episode is the idea that each of these areas in the Wheel of Life exercise They're interconnected. They overlap. And so as you pour into one area of life, I believe you will naturally and organically see other areas of your life elevate as well. And one of the other questions you can ask yourself is who else will be positively impacted? This is a beautiful question because Sometimes we resist or hold back from doing something that fills our cup. And this is a great reflective moment to recognize that when you pour into your own cup, when you fill your cup, when you focus on an area of your life that is going to generate feelings of fulfillment for you, others in your life are not sacrificing. In fact, they are positively being impacted. When you are happier, when you are fulfilled, when you are healthier, I promise you, your family, those that you love, those that you work with will also be positively impacted. It's a beautiful ripple effect and one that we should all embrace. Reflecting on these questions will help you to get clear on why you chose this area and why it's important to you. And it also will help you to stay on course. I think as you recognize who will be impacted, how you will be impacted, what other areas of your life will be impacted when you pour into one specific area of your life, you will recognize the value and the worth of this and your worth, and you will stay on course. Another question that you can ask yourself is, are there any resources or support that you need to be fully nourished in this area? This is an important question. It's one not to be glossed over. This is where you get to identify what support you may need to achieve what you desire in this area of your life. This might include writing in a journal, Using a calendar to schedule a time for this area of your life. In the example of working out, maybe you're going to block your calendar at certain points of the day or week to ensure that you can go to that yoga class or that you can take that workout from home or from the gym. It might also include seeking out a spiritual mentor, a trainer. Your partner could be a great support, or maybe you're considering hiring a coach. I know from personal experience, working with a coach to identify and create a plan for how I would elevate in these areas that I chose was critical to my success. A coach can help you stay on track, can help you to avoid and acknowledge any self-sabotaging behaviors when times get tough, and they help you break down your goals. A coach can guide you to dig deeper and to enjoy success sooner. This is also a great space to welcome in your word of the year. If you've completed that exercise from previous episodes, consider your word and the area of your life that you've chosen. Will focusing on this area of your life generate your core desired feeling? How can you experience what you desire to feel more often in this area of life? Ooh, that would actually make a really juicy journal question, don't you think? I'm going to repeat that one. How can you experience what you desire to feel? So your word of the year, right? Worthy, happy, high vibration, whatever you chose as your word of the year. How can you experience that feeling you desire more often in this area of your life. So thinking back to the areas of life, love and relationships, health and fitness, career and growth, personal development, creativity, money and finances, spirituality, or fun and recreation, whatever area of your life, how can you, that you've chosen that area of your life that you've chosen, how can you feel or generate that core desired feeling, that word of the year more often in that area of your life? I mean, what a beautiful compliment um, to this activity. And here's a bonus that I believe comes from choosing to focus on one or two areas of your life at a time. In working with my one-on-one clients on the wheel of life, I have found that once you begin to elevate in that one area of your life, as I said, all other areas or many of them will organically also be elevated. So what do I mean by that? Well, let's take personal development. Perhaps you've decided you want to take a course or go back to school. This action will elevate how you feel in this area of your life, personal development, perhaps moving it on the scale from a three to, let's say, an eight. While you are taking action in this area, learning and growing from the course you're taking, you notice that some of what you're learning applies to your job or your business. Suddenly, you realize that not only is your development area of life being nourished or fulfilled, but that you're also enjoying gains in career and growth. It's a win-win. Even consider the example that I shared earlier around meal planning. By committing and following through on planning our meals each week, we will avoid those evenings when nothing is planned, everything is frozen, and we order in. Reducing the number of times we order out by eating healthier and meal prepping, it means that we are experiencing and enjoying more nourishing foods, healthier for our family, right? But also the bonus, it's a healthier choice for our pocketbooks too. So when we think back to money and finances, planning our meals in advance will also be saving us money. Another win-win. I encourage you to allow yourself the space to complete this exercise. Again, you can head to the link in the show notes and you can download the workbook that will guide you through this exercise, or you can head over to my Instagram and drop me a message and I can share with you the link to download. And I would love to hear from you. Once you complete this exercise, once you've taken the time to really sink into this and choose an area of your life that you desire to pour into, drop me a note and let me know what area you've chosen to focus on this year. I can't wait to hear from you. And if you'd like support or you have questions, don't hesitate to reach out. I love this conversation and would love to connect with you to chat. I hope you are also seeing how the integration of these episodes here on the podcast are working together. We kicked off the new year with this series with my personal point of view on resolutions and really talked about creating sustainable habits instead. We then worked through an exercise to select our word of the year and how we most desire to feel. And I shared ways you can generate those feelings for yourself more often. And now today in this episode, I've shared the wheel of life exercise. I am giving you the sneak peak, I'm bringing you into coaching. This is what it is like to work with me one-on-one. This is how I support my clients to live a life filled with joy and happiness and health. By selecting the area of your life that you desire to feel more fulfilled in, you can choose activities that will generate your core desired feeling and begin to nourish this area of your life. It's all connected. I hope that this episode has served you and that you've enjoyed learning about the Wheel of Life. I am excited to hear from you and learn what area you've selected to work on. And it could be an area that you're going to work on for the next month, the next quarter, or maybe as you go through, you're like, hey, this is the area of my life I'm really going to focus in on for the year and make a significant shift for myself. As always, friends, I encourage you with love and with kindness to take one small step in the direction of your dreams. Step to your edge and allow yourself to fly. Until next time, friends, I am sending much love. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Stepping to the Edge podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app, and it would truly mean the world to me if you would pause for just a second, give me a five-star rating and review, then be sure to share this episode with a woman you know would be inspired to step to the edge of her life after hearing this message. That's how we get this message out to more women around the world. And if you'd like to continue the conversation, hit me up on Instagram at Stepping to the Edge. Or check out my website at www.steppingtotheedge.com to discover all the ways we can work together. Thank you for being part of this mission. And until next time, I encourage you to go out there and bravely step to the edge of your life and do something for yourself today that will bring you more joy, more health, and more fulfillment.